Hey everybody, welcome to CH Church. My name is Andrew, I'm one of the pastors here. Thank you for joining us, those from Town Center, from Mariner, and from Ethos. In spite of all that's happening, we decided to have our worship experience online. And what, I'm so grateful for technology that we get to do this, we get to still sing together. And so instead of being at the campus, we get to be in your living room, which is amazing. Thank you for having us. Even if you didn't want us, we're here. Uh, we're grateful for this. And so let's sing together. We're gonna hear from God's word together and uh, just give God all the glory today.
Father, we thank you uh, that we get to do this. We can, although all these things are happening around us, Lord, we're grateful that we could still worship together, hear from your word together as a family. Um, we, we just thank you for your goodness. Thank you for technology that we can do this. And Lord, we just stand on the promises of what we just sang, that our hope is built on nothing less, Jesus, your blood, your righteousness. We love you, Jesus. Would you continue to minister to us, even if we're on our homes, on our phones, wherever we are. Speak to us and uh, just continue to unite us as a family, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey everyone, my name's Sam and I'm one of the pastors here at CA Church and I wanna welcome you to our online church service experience. Our church exists to help seekers and believers become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. If you're joining us for the first time, we'd encourage you to go to cachurch.info and fill out a digital connect card so we can get to know you and answer any questions you might have about our church and how you can get involved here at CA Church. This past week, we made the difficult decision to suspend our public weekend gatherings. And we did this for two main reasons. Firstly, we wanna be people of honor and we wanna honor our government officials who've urged extreme caution and who've requested that gatherings of 250 people are temporarily suspended in order to curb the spread of COVID-19 in our province. Secondly, we wanna love our neighbors and many people who are among us, whether in our church family or in the Tri-Cities are particularly vulnerable to this virus. So we wanna serve them and love our neighbors well. In just a few moments, you're going to hear from Pastor Mark, who's going to be sharing a message for our church family in response to this unique time. But before you hear from him, I just want to give you a few announcements about what life's going to look like as you participate in the life of our church in this next few weeks. Many of you are watching this feed with family and friends, and, and some have gathered with community groups, and we're so excited about that. The church is not a building. It's the people of God gathered together, whether in a small group 
or in a large group setting. For the immediate future, we're suspending all weekend services, including Town Center, Mariner, and Ethos, and we'll be canceling all midweek gatherings for the next little bit. This means that our AGM will be postponed, as well as the Ten Commandments class on Tuesday will be suspended, youth ministry will be canceled, as well as any other events that are scheduled to run over this next week will be on pause for the immediate future. That being said, health professionals are saying that small gatherings in homes are very low risk. And so we're encouraging that people of our church actively gather together in homes to pray, to worship, to watch these service videos, and to fellowship as often as you're able. We'll be updating our website regularly with information and plans moving forward. At this point, we have every intention to gather for Easter at our Mariner and Town Center campuses. We'd encourage you to begin inviting friends and family to join us as we celebrate our risen King and as we answer the question, why we believe. We'll be updating our website regularly with information and plans that we have moving forward. The thing is, COVID-19 is moving quickly and things seem to change on an ongoing basis. And so we'll continue to put out information as quickly as we can for our church family to know what's coming up. There's a button on our homepage that says COVID-19 update, and that's where you're gonna find the most up-to-date versions and plans of, of what's happening. As for giving, for tithes and offering, for those of you who are part of our church family and are invested in the mission of what God's doing here in the Tri-Cities and around the world, I'd encourage you to continue to give. And the easiest way for you to do that is online. And so uh, if you go to cachurch.info and click give, that's gonna be your easiest way to do it. Also, our office is gonna be open uh, all throughout the week in normal office hours. And so if you wanna come in and give that way, that's also works as well. Couple other announcements. At this point, we're still planning to run Alpha beginning April 15th, and uh, here's a clip from Pastor Michelle. I've been blessed with the opportunity to help people of our church and community connect with who God is through programs such as Women's Bible Studies and Alpha. Alpha is a 10-week conversation series for anyone you might know who is open to exploring the basics of the Christian faith. Each session includes great food, a short video, and engaging discussion where guests can share their own thoughts in a friendly, open, and informal environment. No question is out of bounds, and everyone is free to discuss as much or as little as they wish. At any point, if guests feel Alpha isn't for them, that's not a problem. There's no pressure, no follow-up, and no charge. We encourage you to invite a neighbor or a friend to come out. Our next Alpha will begin on April 15th. You can sign you and your guest up at cachurch.info, which is the primary place to sign up for anything at our church. Well, that's all for me. Thanks again for joining us online. We're praying for you. We believe that God is with you, that there's nothing to fear, and we look forward to seeing you soon. God bless. Welcome, everybody. Mark's my name. I want to welcome people from the Mariner campus, from Town Center campus, and the Ethos campus. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for taking some time. Some of you are watching this alone. Some of you are in your family. Some of you are in your small group, and we hope that you're doing well. We wanted to address you as a church and talk to you about a couple of things that, uh, so that you'll know. And, and specifically, I'd like to talk about one main things. And, and it comes from this, the, the turmoil that we've been involved in globally and, and uh, in our own community with this whole virus deal. I find it a little bit angering of the posts that I find over and over with all the hopelessness and fear that it's producing. I find great hope in Jesus these days, and I want to talk to you about why. Let's start with what the Bible says. Isaiah chapter 43, starting in verse 1. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. 
When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Isaiah 41, verse 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. That's a key principle I want to come back to. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Psalm 56, verse 3. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. We are not a people, as Christ followers, who is given to fear. But rather, in light of fear, we choose faith. A friend of mine this week called me up and he reminded me to choose faith as I walk and lead you and walk before Christ these days. He said to choose faith, not simply to muster up courage to deal with this fear factor, but to have deep faith that God is both good and he is great. God is in control of this. It's not like this is a surprise to him. And when it seems like it's out of control for many people, God is in control. But many people are panicking and hoarding and, and preparing for the worst. I remind you that our trust is not in our toilet paper these days. It's in God. Please stop reading the exaggerative naysayers and all they're saying that's going to happen because of the viruses. Again, God knows what he's doing. He is good and he has a plan for the nations. One Christ follower who, who lives in the epicenter with his whole thing, started in China, has been imprisoned in her apartment complex, her and her family, for over seven weeks now. And she wrote a list of the good things that God is doing in spite or, in fact, because of the pandemic. She writes things like this. My family has never been better. We're connecting with each other like never before. We're learning to accept help from others and that we need each other to do well in life. She said, I'm hearing birds for the first time since I've lived here. Usually, I guess their songs were usually drowned out by the traffic, but there's no traffic now. There's no one in the streets. She, she said, I sit and watch the beauty and warmth of spring happen before me. I creatively cook. I love midday naps. I'm reading good books. I'm connecting with old friends. The one where you usually say, sometime we've got to get together but never have time for each other. I'm exercising more. I'm, true, uh, I'm experiencing true fellowship with friends, not skimming in my relationships. And, and I have found time to pray. And in her words, she has rediscovered God. She wrote this, Fear is a faithless coward who has no place in our lives as believers of Jesus. Fear and worry have no seat at our table. We are here because God wants us to be here right now to do his bidding and his purpose right here. This virus wants us to isolate ourselves and stockpile stuff and care first for ourselves. Instead, we look to God first while we care for other people. And then she quoted Psalm 118, starting in verse 6. I didn't want that one anyhow. 118 verse 6 declares, The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. God is with us. A story that I've, I've told before, but I remind you of this. Many times our kids, when they were small, had, had nightmares, and they come running in the middle of the night and, and wanted to sleep always in our bed. And if you've ever noticed, and you yell at a kid in a bed, instead of sleeping the way you are, they always sleep this way. So we said, enough of this. 
But you can come in, bring your blanket, bring a, uh, bring a, uh, a pillow or two, and right beside where we're sleeping, we'll just make a little bed for you there, and then you can sleep. But one had many times uh, more nights that were worse than they were good. And I remember one night was extremely bad. And there were a few times that this happened with Diane where she would scoot way over to that side of the bed and let her arm hang down and her hand would be on, the, on one of our kids' heads or actually holding his or her hand. I'd get up in the morning and I'd see this. And I just think that was a wonderful expression about God being with us and for, and for us. Folks, I'm hearing what is happening in the underground church in China. I can't authenticate a lot of this, but I'm hearing that there's a number of people from these churches that are walking the streets, feeding and caring for people who have viruses and are probably dying, but they're caring for them. It's a time of, for ministry and for care and for love, and I believe our neighbors need to see us differently than they normally see us. I think we need to be known as a people when what we are for, to love people and accept people, not for what we're always against. And often, that's how our neighbors see us. I think it's time to serve our community, and I think Jesus is doing this for such a time as this so we can lean in with our neighbors and people around us and realize we are responsible to help them and to guide them as much as we can to Jesus. That's why we're canceling our weekend services. And our, and our midweek programming as well. Our authorities and, and medical leaders are telling us to curb our meeting together in large public settings. And so we're complying with this, and we're doing so because Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Many of our people, and many people in our community, have predisposed conditions and are, and are compromised in their immune system, and if the virus is around them, it may be trouble for them. We need to attend to them. It says in Romans 15, the strong should be considerate of the weak. The stronger to help and protect the weak. And so I think this is a good test of our faith. Will we as a congregation willingly help and care for others, knowing they might be sick? Will we share in comfort with others and share with them the hope that we have in Jesus? And I remind you of that in John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, Jesus speaking. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid, Jesus says. Hebrews chapter 10, starting verse 24. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Even back in their day, there's some people saying, you know, I like Jesus. I'm on the Jesus thing, but nah, not going to go have extra time meeting with Christians. It's our lifeblood, the one anotherness of our faith. So, folks, this is a test of our community groups. Will they love each other and draw other people in? Will they pray and see God work in a miraculous way? Will they serve each other? And if you're not in a group, you need to con or contact us through cachurch.info and get us to know where you're from. And one of our pastors, Pastor John, probably will, will help you find a group. Some of you need to be leading groups. But that's another issue. We'll talk about that another time. Folks, our, our history as Christ followers at times is not very good. But at times it's both beautiful and brilliant. And one of those times in our history books, we're told that in the days of Rome, when that city was a cesspool for plagues and viruses and thousands were dying, while the Romans were leaving, leaving even their, uh, their family members that hadn't died yet, they abandoned them. 
They were leaving the city and running away to the countryside. It was the Christians that were going into those cities to help people. Help people that were sick and dying. And many of them had already been dead. And so they would bury them. And that so amazed the Roman people of the day that many people were drawn to Christianity. The same thing needs to happen again. And I believe God is and will use this to bring countries and leaders of countries to their knees. Because it's happening already. God will use this through true Christians. True Christians that are following Jesus and want to reach the lost and, and be, uh, be peaceful and loving with their neighbors. I think God will work in us and through us for this to happen. But you and I need to be willing. So, or Psalm 23, one of my favorites. And I like it in different translations and I've memorized it in one, but I often go to the other translations for that. Let me, let me walk you through it. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet or still or safe waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love the Hebrew word is chesed, will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. May God use us in this critical time for his glory. Let's pray together. Lord, thanks for this, this time when we can get together and for just a few minutes be reminded of who we are, the people of God, and to be reminded that you are great and you are good. And now we ask that you would help the people, the med medical people, the medical staff, give them wisdom. I pray you'd protect them specifically that they would not get the virus themselves. But I pray you'd give them wisdom as they deal with hurting people. Pray for our small group leaders as they lead because we're, we don't have our meetings here on the weekend and, and they're meeting in the, in the midweeks. I pray you'd give them wisdom as they lead that small, small flock of sheep. Give them wisdom and all the things that they will need. I, pr I pray, Lord, that we would be a people of peace. And we would not be afraid because you are with us. May this go over and over in our minds. And we pray that that would influence other people to walk with us as we follow you. Thank you for this day. We give it to you with thankful hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.
You gave everything to save the world you love. And this hope is an anchor for my soul. Our God will stand unshaken.